Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Think of the monster under your bed. Think of the mean girls from middle school. Think of your ex-girlfriend. Think of your mother-in-law. I want you to think of them. And I really want you to think of the qualities about this person that you don't like. And by the way, I understand that for some of us, Marissa from eighth grade is a is a fictional character. You're 46 years old. You haven't seen Marissa in 30 years, but you still allow that archetype, that person to control your life. And you're like, Rachel, she's not controlling my life. Oh, she sure is. Because if you don't take action based on something that you fear someone else is going to say, they are in control of your life. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, it's Rachel. Welcome to another episode of the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Today's episode is all about hyping you up. Every once in a while, I get the intuition that what I could do that would be most helpful for you on this particular day is to be your hype squad, to be your biggest cheerleader, to be your coach, to be just an opportunity or, you know, 45 minutes of encouragement to you. So today's episode is specifically aimed at any of you who keep talking yourself out of it. And you keep talking yourself out of whatever it is, 
out of fear, out of insecurity, because you've got that voice in the back of your head that's telling you all the reasons that you're going to fail, because you have people in your real life who are encouraging you to not pursue your dreams, to not aim for something bigger, whatever your reasons, whatever your justification for not quite pushing yourself over the starting line, today's episode is for you. In fact, save this episode and play it anytime the voice in the back of your head tells you that you shouldn't. Because today's theme is five reasons you should just fucking go for it. That's what we're going to talk about today. I had the idea for this title and I wrote it down and I forgot about it. And then I sat down today to do some work. I opened my journal to a random page. And at the very top, it said X reasons you should just fucking go for it. And I was like, oh, well, that's what we're talking about today. And just to explain that, whenever I come up with a concept for a podcast episode for you guys, I never know how many examples I'm going to come up with. So I would just do X. And then I think of all my ideas and whatever that number is, is what number it becomes. And today it is five, five reasons you should just fucking go for it. Just go for it. Just do the thing. Just ask her out. Just have the courage to be yourself. Just apply for the small business loan. Just put the first product in your Shopify. Just post the freaking reel already. Just fucking go for it. That's what we're going to talk about today. And if this episode is helpful for you, if it pumps you up, will you please share it with someone else that you think it might help too? Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to be a hype squad. Here we go. The fact that I put a cuss word in the title of this podcast should tell you that the five things I'm about to mention are a little bit more in your face, right? If we want to unpack our fears and our insecurities around a certain topic. There are so many books. There's YouTube videos. I'm sure I've done podcast episodes that will guide you down that path with grace and kindness and slow moving reveals of how we can pursue the next version of ourselves. This is not that episode. This is a hype squad episode. And in Hype Squad episodes, my intention is to give you some energy by getting in your face a little bit. This is the kind of keynote I would give at a RISE conference. If you've ever gone to a RISE conference or you've gone to a personal development conference that's more about motivation, there's an energy exchange that usually comes with a bit more oomph behind it. It's not like a, let's talk about our feelings. It's a, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm going to share today. And if you're not the let's go kind of person, skip this episode and go to the next one. But if you are, or if you're not sure if you are, and you're like, well, you know what? Kick my butt and see what happens, Rach. So all of these ideas, all of these reasons are based on what I assume the voice in the back of your head or the voice of authority in your life is telling you. So what I'm about to share is the counterbalance to that. It's like all the things you think that keep you here, that keep you stuck, that keep you from trying. My intention today is to be the antidote to those fears, the antidote to those stories that you tell yourself, that I tell myself, that your mom has been telling herself since 1975, and now she's giving you those fears too. These are the antidotes, and here's the first one. 
the number one reason why you should just fucking go for it, literally nobody knows what they're doing. Okay? Let's start here. We have all these ideas for what we should do, for what we could be, for what it might look like if we did X, Y, Z, right? But the problem is that we look at other people who are succeeding in that area and we're like, but they have skills I don't have. They have information I don't have. They have resources I don't have. You look at someone else and you're like, I don't know how to do the thing that they're doing. They've got it all figured out. Let me clue you in on a little secret. Nobody actually knows what they're doing all of the time. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter how successful. It doesn't matter who you're talking to, especially not at the pace that the world is changing. Things are evolving so fast. The types of marketing that worked six months ago don't work today. The types of business practices that worked 10 years ago are antiquities now. Because things move so fast and because anybody who is trying to level up is constantly pushing themselves past a pace that they're comfortable with, it means that in reality, anyone who's growing, evolving, achieving, pursuing is constantly in at least some small way out over their skis. Over their skis, meaning like, oh, they're about to fall over the top because they actually don't totally know what they're doing. Because if you only ever did what you were an expert at, like 100% an expert at, you would never actually grow. You would experience no new successes because you've achieved all there is to achieve. So what you need to hear right now is that you are making up stories about the successful people that you see and comparing your real life to the made up story that you gave them. You're, you're like, oh, well, they can do this or the Kardashians have that or this business person is smarter than me or blah, blah, blah. It's not true. Everybody is a bit confused all of the time. And just to give you some perspective on that, at higher levels of success, the way that we handle the pieces of the business or the pieces of the launch or the pieces of the project that we don't know how to do is we utilize past learning. So I am really good at figuring out any new project, right? Like if I want to launch in a new area or if I want to do something I've never done, I am really good at navigating the unknown. Not because I'm a super genius, but because I've navigated the unknown a hundred times before. So I know how to do research. I know, okay, who can I talk to and what might they know? I know how to gather information. I know how to make informed decisions, but I know how to do that because I've done it before experience is what makes us bold. And you just don't have the experience yet. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But what I want you to hear me say is that it's not that anybody who's more successful is smarter than you, is better than you, is X, Y, Z. It's we maybe have some more knowledge. We acquire that knowledge through experience or we acquire that knowledge using someone else's experience. So when you see, let's say, a celebrity that you really admire and their social media is incredible, you're like, holy crap, how does The Rock's Instagram look like that? How does Shay Mitchell have the best content I've ever seen? How do these people get this stuff? 
someone at that level, the rocks level, is like, I want to have a better Instagram. He hires people with knowledge and skill that he either doesn't have or doesn't have time to learn or doesn't have time to pull off, and he pays other people to access their knowledge and information. You can learn it through experience or you can acquire it through other people's experience, but what you need to understand is the difference between you and someone successful is not that they are better. It is the access to information that they have and you don't yet have. But when anyone is pushing into a new area, if they haven't yet acquired the experience or if they haven't yet acquired a partner to collaborate with who has what they need, they don't know what they're doing. So anytime that you decide to push into a new area, I want you to just tuck it into your backpack like Dora the Explorer. I'm not going to know what I'm doing anytime I move into a new rung of the ladder. And maybe you're still on the floor and you're just trying to get your foot up to the very first rung. That's okay. But understand that whatever it is you're trying to figure out can be acquired. Literally, nobody knows what they're doing all of the time. But the more that we try and the more that we learn, the more we figure out that everything is an equation. Everything is an equation. Business is an equation. Health is an equation. Writing a book is an equation. Having a successful podcast is an equation. And the difference between me and you is that I figured out the equation in some areas of my life and maybe you haven't yet. And by the way, I bet there are areas of your life that you figured out equations that I need and I haven't figured out yet. So don't assume it's because it's not meant to be yours. Just assume that you don't yet know, but you can figure it out. The second reason that you should just fucking go for it, your fear should not be allowed to control you. Your fear is a mental state that is overcome by physical action. Let me say it again. Your fear is a mental state. It is something you have made up in your own mind. And the way that you overcome fear, or I should say the way that I overcome fear, maybe you've got different options. I have never had a ton of success trying to mentally overcome fear. My brain is too powerful. My brain is too inclined to spin out. My mind loves circular thinking. It loves obsessive thoughts. And so if I am like, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. My brain's just like, ooh, we are scared now. We Now we've heard afraid three times. That is what we are going to imbibe, right? So for me, fear is not something I can overcome thinking my way through it. Fear is something I overcome through action. It's a mental state that you overcome through physical action. You have to take action against the fear. You have to take action in spite of the fear. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's being afraid and doing it anyway. I think that's John Wayne. But the idea is that you are scared and you acknowledge the fear that you have. You're like, ooh, I'm really scared of this. Do it scared. Fear is not enough reason to stay here and stay stuck. You thought your way into fear. Choose a better feeling thought. We are all afraid. We are all afraid. Anyone who isn't afraid of something in their life, I am, af I am afraid of them. I'm afraid of someone who's not afraid of anything. 
Because I don't know how you could be a rational person and not have some fears of what's coming next or what could potentially happen or what will potentially go wrong. Fear in some ways is a gift because fear can point out our weaknesses. Fear can show us areas that we need to grow in. Fear is something that you need to make peace with. We do everything we can as human beings to try and numb it, to try and ignore it, to try and pretend it's not there. How's that working for you? I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash hosting. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously, you can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own.
What I have learned in the course of my life is that the more that I try and pretend that an emotion is not there, the stronger it becomes. When I just embrace it and go, yeah, I'm really scared of what happens if I do this thing. But I believe so much in my why. I believe so much in what's possible. I believe so much in my potential that I'm willing to embrace the fear and act even though I'm afraid. I remember talking to Dr. Amen years ago. Dr. Amen is a really famous neurologist and lots of celebrities go to him. He does a ton of work on the brain. He's been a guest on the show several times. And one of Dr. Amen's clients for a very long time is Miley Cyrus. And I remember him telling me this thing about her that I thought was so beautiful. He said, she developed this mantra years ago and she shared it publicly. So he wasn't telling me anything that she hasn't said herself. But her mantra is, I always show up. I always show up. So she will get anxiety before she has to perform. She gets anxiety. She gets stage fright. She doesn't want to do the concert. She doesn't want to do the performance. She doesn't want to do the thing. But her mantra is, I always show up. And I was thinking about that mantra in relation to my fear or your fear that having a really powerful mantra that is more powerful than the fear could come in really handy here for you. And it doesn't have to be Miley's, though I'm sure she won't mind if you steal it, that you make a decision that it doesn't matter how I'm feeling, it's what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if I'm scared, I'm still gonna do it. I always show up says, you know what? If this happens, if that happens, if I'm queasy in my stomach, if I'm pretty sure everyone's going to hate this idea, if I guess what? I always show up. So maybe consider a mantra for yourself, but you should just fucking go for it because everyone's afraid. Everyone's afraid. Join the party. Stop telling yourself you're the only one who's scared. Do it scared. The third reason that you should totally fucking go for it is that if you were a child genius, we would know it by now. If you were a phenom, we'd know. If you were the best ever at the thing that you want to do, we'd already know. And you're like, what the, first of all, that's me. And secondly, what does that have to do with going for it? Because here's why. Somewhere along the way, we got this twisted idea That if we wanted to do something, we needed to be the best. We needed to be great. We needed to be Kobe. We needed to be Jane Austen. We needed to be Michelle Obama. We needed to be Adele. We needed to be fill in the blank, whoever you have put on a pedestal in the category you want to move in, whoever you have decided that you're not sure that you should do the thing because you're not sure if you're Adele. You're not Adele. Let, let me give that to you. Let me just relieve the pressure, release the pressure valve. We're making rice. We're taking the, pre- you know, we're, we're, we're canning veggies in our pressure cooker. I'm just going to go ahead and release that valve. Okay, so we've established it. You're not going to be the best there is. Thank God. Now that we don't have to be perfect, we can just be great. Now that we don't have to be perfect, we could just be good. Now that we don't have to be perfect, we can just do something because it sounds fun, because it will light our heart on fire, because it seems like a cool way to spend a Thursday afternoon. 
get out of this mindset that if it can't be perfect, that it shouldn't exist. What a gross mentality that honestly, I know a lot of you are parents. I can't imagine that you would want your kid to believe that. In your heart of hearts, do you want your kid to believe that if they can't do something with absolute perfection, they shouldn't pursue it at all? You can't say yes, because if that were true, kids would never learn to walk because they suck at walking when they first start. All they do is like hold on to the edge of the furniture and rock. You know that you know that thing the babies do where they just sort of bounce. And they're like, maybe I'm going to take a step. I don't know if I'm going to take a step. If they had to walk perfectly, you would have stopped allowing them to try a long time ago. And there's no way that you are telling your kids do it perfect or not at all. And if you are, you need to you need to do some praying and you need to talk to your therapist about that because that's your own stuff that you are putting on your baby and that leads nowhere good. And chances are If you feel like that, if you are an adult and you are listening to this and you feel like you have to be perfect, it is because someone put that on you. You did not show up in this world believing that everything you offered had to be done with perfection. When you were a baby, you'd stick your hand in your diaper and pull out poop and rub it on your face. That's your authentic self. Your authentic self was just free and happy and giggly Any of those emotions that you didn't come into this world with were trained into you. Someone trained you to believe that you're not allowed to exist unless it's inside of certain parameters. And once you hold awareness of that, and once you understand how unhealthy that is, doesn't mean you can snap your fingers and no longer have it. But I hope that at least seeing that that exists allows you to go, oh, damn, I'm doing this. And if I'm doing this, for sure, I'm going to give this to other people. Even if you don't have kids, if you have a romantic partner, for sure, you're too hard on the partner. If you're hard on yourself, you're hard on other people. If you're a perfectionist as a leader, you're doing that to your team at work. If you're a perfectionist as a friend, you're pushing too hard on your friends. When we have freedom, when we have the autonomy to be ourselves, perfectly imperfect, we give that to other people. Get out of this BS narrative that you need to show up with perfection. Be like Miley. You just need to show up. Understand that when that voice in the back of your head tells you you shouldn't do it if you can't do it perfectly, it's a made up thing. It's just looking for literally any excuse to hold you in this space because the space you find yourself in right now is known. That voice in the back of your head, that is your subconscious. That is your ego. That is everything you know and don't know that's trying to keep you safe. And it's trying to keep you safe based on past information. Your brain's like, okay, I know if we do X, Y, and Z, we'll survive. Nothing bad's going to happen to me. I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and over every day and I'm going to be safe. Number one, that's a lie right there. Because how many of us thought that was true and then a global pandemic hit and our lives got turned upside down and chances are you didn't need a global pandemic to tell you that you could be knocked sideways by life at any given moment. The thing that your head's telling you is bullshit. So stop buying into it. 
when the voice tells you it has to be perfect, be like, no, I'm not perfect. If I was Beethoven, we'd know it by now. We'd know it. So now that I don't have to be perfect, I can just be me. And the beauty of accepting that you won't be perfect means, wait for it, that you can suck. You can allow yourself to suck. Because just like everybody who tries something new doesn't know what they're doing, everybody who tries something new also sucks. This is the thing that social media has really screwed up in us. Seeing other people at the finish line, seeing other people in the middle of their story when we're at the beginning of ours, seeing other people achieve big things when we're like, oh my gosh, I haven't taken a shower in two days. Seeing that and comparing it to our real lives is so debilitating because it makes us believe that anything we do has to be great. But everything that's great started out sucking. Everything that we have, it's wobbly in the beginning. It's unsure. If you go listen, blessed assurance, if you go listen to the first episodes of my podcast, if you go watch the first time I gave keynote speeches on stage, if you go read my first book, which I love and I'm so proud of because if I didn't get that book, I wouldn't have gotten the 10th book. But if you look at any of that early work, it's unsure, it's uncertain, it's wobbly, it sucks. Because I had to suck before I could get better. I had to suck so I know what sucks. Catch this for a minute. When you try something, there are gonna be pieces of it that you're actually really good at. And there are gonna be parts of it that you're terrible at. How do you know which is which? How do you know what to pour gasoline on? How do you know what to work on? How do you know? You don't because you're still here in the same spot doing the same stuff, too fearful to move forward unless you're not any good. You're not gonna be any good. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus 
auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. It's so freeing to allow yourself to be bad at something. And by the way, the simplest way to pursue this, and I know this sounds bananas, pursue the thing and don't tell anybody about it. Pursue the goal and don't post it on social. There is a world, and I do mean a world of people who are offering advice on the internet for something that they have had success at for two months. It's wild. It is so wild for me to see. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. You have experienced a small amount of success in the tiniest area, and now you're an expert, and now you make a thousand reels about it on social media, and you share it with the world. I am all about putting your content out there. I'm all about learning. I'm all about sharing. That's the whole point of this episode is to get you to just do the thing. But when you put your stuff out into the world and you do it from a place of, oh, now I know what I'm doing, that's why it feels icky. That's why it feels scary. That's why it feels so wrong. Because you think that you've got to show up in the world having nailed it when you've just started at something. For those of you who create content and put it out into the world for whatever reason, the best opinion on this ever is Gary Vee, who has said for like a decade or more, document, don't create. Document. Just document the journey. When you're starting out, just document what you're doing. If you really want to show the process, cool. Just document it. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to start horseback riding lessons. Here's me riding a horse. And you look terrible and it's uncomfortable and you got thrown. Don't do that. Be like, I'm starting out horseback riding lessons and I suck. And I'm a little afraid because the horse is 17 times my size and I don't want to die. But I always wanted to be a horse girl. And now here's my chance, right? Be real. It's like when you sit down with someone on a date and you're so nervous and you're trying not to let them know that you're nervous because you got to be confident and cool and know what you're doing. Do you know how freeing it is to just tell someone, oh my gosh, I'm really nervous right now. Most human beings are like, whew, me too. Thank you for saying that. It takes all of the fear out of the situation because you acknowledge what is. Allow yourself to suck at the thing that you're trying to do for as long as you need. And allow yourself to be truthful and vulnerable about where you are in the process if you even share the process. What a wild concept in 2023 that you might do something just because you like it and not because you need the internet to know about it too. In fact, I think it's the healthiest thing that you can do is to do things in your life just for you and not to show anybody else. I keep seeing this thing pop up in my social feeds and I love it that says, 
they found that the more a couple posts photos of themselves, posts their partner, the more a couple talks about their relationship on social media, the more insecure they are. And I'm like, woo, that is good. That is so good. Now, I think in three years of dating my boyfriend, who is just the light of my life, like just the most wonderful, beautiful human on the planet, I think I have posted about him five times in three years. And even then, only just so people know, like, this is what's up and random men in my field don't text me trying to get a date. Like, every once in a while, like, I just got to let people know. But what is this obsession that we have with needing to show every single part of our life? And like, I am speaking as someone who used to show every part of my life. Because I thought that I had to, because I thought, well, these are the rules of social media. And if I don't show up every single day, 50 times a day and show every single part of this, just for anyone who needs to hear me say it right now, I have incredible success. I live a beautiful life. I post on social media when I want to. I don't post when I don't want to. I don't show my kids. I barely show my partner. Don't buy into the hype that if you try something new, a new relationship, you move to a new city, you try a new job, you try a new workout, you don't have to show people. If it feels scary to you to try something because you're afraid of other people seeing, don't show them. Do it for you. Do it for your heart. That shouldn't be a crazy concept, but it is. In this day and age, it really is. Okay, we're committing to trying the thing, even though we suck, we understand that we're not going to be the best there is. And oh my gosh, that's awesome. That means we can just pursue it and be as great as we possibly can be and not compare ourselves to anybody else and just do our thing. The fourth reason that you should just fucking go for it. Are you really gonna let Marissa from eighth grade or the internet's equivalent of Marissa from eighth grade, be the person who decides the kind of life that you're gonna have. Think about it. Because one of the number one reasons why people don't take action against their dreams is because they are afraid of what other people think. If I've said it once, I've said it a billion times. Everyone talks about fear of failure. What if I fail? What if I fail? You're not afraid of failing. You're afraid of other people seeing you fail. Those are two very different things. It's why I said, just don't put it out there. Pursue the goal for yourself. Drop it on them when you've sold a million products. Let them know when you cross the finish line at Ironman. You do not have to share every part of your journey. So for this one, it's speaking directly to those of you who have a fear of failure, but really the fear of failure is like, what will they say? What will the mean girls from high school say if they see that I sign up for the half marathon and then I don't do it? What will my partner say if he sees me try to start my own small business and it doesn't work? What will my mama say? What will the other people 
at church say? What will, what will, what will, what will, what? Are you really going to let that person, I want you to think of them for a minute. Think of the monster under your bed. Think of the mean girls from middle school. Think of your ex-girlfriend. Think of your mother-in-law. I want you to think of them. And I really want you to think of the qualities about this person that you don't like. And by the way, I understand that for some of us, Marissa from eighth grade is a is a fictional character. You're 46 years old. You haven't seen Marissa in 30 years. But you still allow that archetype, that person to control your life. And you're like, Rachel, she's not controlling my life. Oh, she sure is. Because if you don't take action based on something that you fear someone else is going to say, they are in control of your life. And some of y'all are letting a made-up character control what you do. Or some of you are letting a mother-in-law control what you do. Some of you are letting a person that you don't like or respect control your actions. And if they're controlling your actions, they're controlling your life. If they're controlling your life, they're controlling your future. You are literally handing your future to a person you don't like. You're handing your future to a person you don't respect. Some of you are afraid of what people on the internet will say. You don't even know them. You do not know them. They are a stranger on the internet. And strangers on the internet love to talk crap because they don't create anything of their own. They just attack what other people create. And I can unpack that. I can understand that. I'm like, all right, hurt people, hurt people. And you haven't done your therapy and you, whatever. Okay, cool. But even that, even that is an amount of energy that is wasted. Because I'm talking about someone I will literally never know. So you're going to let a person you don't know, a stranger, a bot, a picture of a random guy who talks crap every time you post one of your cooking videos, okay, Jake, who lives with his mom and spends eight hours a day on Facebook talking about flat earth theories like that guy, that guy's going to keep you from pursuing your dreams? What a crazy choice that you are making every time you choose not to act based on fear of what they're going to say, you just hand your power to them. And when you hand them your power, you hand them your future. And let's take it one step further. When you hand them your power, you hand them your future, you hand them your children's future. It all has ripple effects. You make a decision right now that affects what you decide to do in this life. That means that you are choosing to let fear win. You're choosing to let the unknown have power over you. You're choosing all of those things. That's going to affect how you live, how you show up financially, how you show up energetically. And if you think that that won't be absorbed by the next generation, if you, if you think your kids won't feel that, I want you to just ask yourself what fun things you picked up from mom and daddy. 
Did you manage to make it to adulthood without absorbing any of your parents' fears and insecurities and past choices? Because I didn't. I don't know anybody who escaped some of mom and daddy's stuff. So I always like to throw that in there because I'm like, man, if you can't do it for you, you better do it for your baby because they're watching. They're watching y'all, y'all. I have a, a job that is very high profile. And my two oldest are on social media. I have teenagers. The little kids, obviously they don't, but the two oldest are on social media. Do you think that those teenagers haven't seen random things pop up in their feed where people are talking crap about me? Let's take it to a worse place. Do you think that those kids haven't seen stuff pop up in their feed with people saying horrible things about their dad who passed away this year? Can you imagine what that feels like for them? Can you imagine what it feels like for me to do this work and know that if I continue to put myself out there, I continue to be a public profile, which means that my kids will continue to be exposed to things that people say about me on the internet. I have no control of that. That could be debilitating. And if they watch me shut down, if they watch me close myself off, give up on my dreams, stop trying, stop trying to help people, stop trying to have this show, stop trying to learn and grow and share the journey. If, if I stop doing this work because I come up against the tension of what it's like to put the work out there and get feedback or get critics or get trolls or get any of that, what does that teach them? That teaches them that mama cared more about being a people pleaser than she cared about trying to do the work she felt like she was called to do. They feel it. They absorb that. And frankly, I would rather my kids see me continue to try, 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 try. If my whole life, all they saw was me try and fail, try and fail, try and fail. If they never saw me succeed, but they saw me stand back up and keep trying, keep learning, keep growing, that's a fucking legacy. That's a, that's a beautiful story. If I pass on, I go on to whatever comes after this, and my kids are sitting around talking to their kids or talking to their grandkids, and they're like, man, my mom, God bless her, she kept trying. She was tenacious. She didn't give up. She learned from her mistakes. She went again. She tried harder. Oh, my, what a legacy. I don't need a legacy of success. I need a legacy of faith over fear. That's what I want my kids to see. That's what your kids need to see. That's what your friends need to see. Maybe that's what your inner child needs to see. You're like, Rach, I'm single. I got no one looking. Yeah, hell yeah, you do. You have you, age 10, who needs you to be the person that she thought you could be. That's a little kid that's looking up to you right now. That's the legacy. I refuse, I refuse to let fear of what other people think, particularly people I don't know, particularly stories I made up in my head, particularly monsters under my bed that I gave power to, I refuse to let that win. There are days it feels easier to do the work than others. 
There are days it feels easier to pursue the goals than others. You and I both know that's true. And on the easy days, you don't need a hype-up speech like this. But on the hard days, I want you to remember that you can always come back to this truth. I will not give my power away to anybody else. By an inch, by a mile, I'm just going to keep working at it. I'm going to keep working at it. I'm going to hold on to my power and I'm going to take another step forward because I always have access to another step forward. I might not see the whole path. I might not have a mile in front of me. I might not have the energy for two steps today, but I always have the energy for one more. The fifth reason that you should just fucking go for it. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. I'm going to bring it back down to this because maybe some of y'all need to hear this. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. You keep living life like you got all the tomorrows and you don't know how many you have. You keep telling yourself someday, someday when the kids are older, someday when I have more money, someday when I have more time, someday when it's easier, someday this, someday that. You don't know if someday's coming. You don't know if someday's there. Tomorrow is not a guarantee. Today is all you have. So you should fucking go for it because you don't know how much time you have left. It really freaks me out when people say things like, oh, well, when the kids are in high school or when the kids get off to college, that's when we're going to travel. That's when we're really going to focus on our relationship when these babies are raised. That's when we're going to try X, Y, Z. And you don't know if you're going to be here, but also you don't know who's going to be here. To make decisions and say, well, our family will travel when the kids are older. Our family will do this or we'll try and make amends at this point. You don't know. I have experienced so much loss in my life. I have lost so many people that I love. I have lost so many people that I thought would always be here. I have the horrible awareness of how quickly you can lose someone that you didn't expect to lose. In fact, I feel like I've lost more people unexpectedly than people who I thought, oh yeah, like they're older and that's it. That's, that's what is the natural progression. Unfortunately, I've lost a lot of people unexpectedly. And so what I know to be true, if you don't already know this, is life can change that fast. That fast and it's done. And if tomorrow isn't guaranteed, if today is all I have, then every day that I am able, I want to show up in pursuit of who I know I can be. Who I know I can be. And y'all, you don't have to know with 100% certainty that you can be the person of your dreams. You just have to have a hunch. And you just have to move in the direction of your hunch. I think I could be a better mama. I think I could have more patience. I think I could try this thing. I think I could get past this addiction. I think I could let go of this anger. I think I can do the therapy. You don't have to know You just have to have a hunch. 
and you take a step in direction of the hunch. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. This is it. This is your one shot. This is your one shot on this plane in this lifetime to try the things that you want to try, to do the things you want to do, to be yourself. And if you don't know who that is, then that's the thing you should be pursuing, figuring out what do you love? What do you hate? How do you want to show up in this world? Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. You should just fucking go for it. Guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. Hope there was at least one little nugget in today's hype session that hyped you up. Do me a favor. Think about how you first discovered this podcast. Did a friend share it? Did you see it on social media? Did someone email it to you? Whatever it is, would you consider sharing it in the same way? This community continues to grow and get bigger strictly based on word of mouth. So I would love it if you could take a quick second and let somebody know this is where the hype is at. And if you do something, if you actually take a move, take an action, man, post it, let us know. In fact, join the Start Today community over on Instagram. That is the space that I create that is specifically for dreamers and doers, people who are actually working against a goal. It's at Start Today brand, the Start Today brand, something like that on Instagram. And uh, my son Jackson and I program that Instagram together. So it's just filled with information to hype you up. The Start Today podcast is happening now. We'd love it if you'd come over and join that community as well. The Start Today podcast is Mondays and Fridays. Start the week strong, end the week with joy. Yeah, get involved. Let's take some action. Don't be afraid or do be afraid and do it anyway. I'll be back soon with more conversation. Until then, as always, guys, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.